Hello, my name's Kimberly, and I'm perhaps what you would call a modern day Feng Shui consultant. I can help you turn your home into the most supportive, calm, and peaceful space you can imagine. I'm here to guide and show you how to work with your home to unlock its power and magic. And in that, I'm committed to sharing the secret of this magical practice in a way that everyone can use. As you know by now, Feng Shui has absolutely transformed my life for the better. And what an amazing job that I have helping women all around the world create calm and peaceful homes. Most of the time, my clients come to me because their home is filled with bickering and arguing, or the health of those living in the home may have changed over the last few years, or the wealth of the home may be an issue. If this is you, if this resonates with you, please visit my website, thefengshuiflow.com. Click on the Work With Me tab, and you'll see the three different options that I have available. So much love, Kimberly. Hello and welcome back to the Feng Shui Flow podcast. I think firstly I need to thank you for actually coming back after the Christmas episode. I obviously didn't put you off Feng Shui too much and I promise I'm not a Christmas Grinch. What an episode I have for you today. When I thought of having guests on the show, this guest was the type of guest that I wanted to introduce you to. I am so excited to introduce Mart from Canny Crystals. He's just the most beautiful guy inside and out, but his story is just so compelling and so relatable. He used to work in the NHS and now is the crystal supplier to Chanel. Now, what we delve into is what happened in between working for the NHS and now being, you know, Chanel supplier of crystals. And he just so happened to be invited by Stella McCartney to talk at one of her events. His story really is quite compelling and his passion for crystals is unquestionable. What they have done for him is quite remarkable, but I love the way he talks about them. He talks about them in such a positive, like non-witchy way, which is is perfect for me because, you know, I know a little bit about crystals, but he really is the guy. So I hope you embrace Mart and crystals into your life as much as I have, and I hope you enjoy. So much love, Kimberly. Well, it's my absolute pleasure to introduce my feng shui audience to the most incredible guy out there known as the man the crystal man the canny crystal man march from canny crystals thank you so much for being with me today oh you're very welcome it's an absolute honor and i know i had you on my podcast last month so that it was only fair that you know we repair the favor <laughs> Well, honestly, I'm so pleased because this is, as you know, because you've listened to all of my podcasts, I think all in one go, I'm like a worm in your ear. Um, But this is the first time that I've had guests on. And the whole point of me bringing guests on was to share with my audience that there's people out there that have had a huge change in their career, that they've realized that there's something else, something different out there but also that has fun with it. We're not this, you know, the Harry Potter weird group. I mean, maybe we are, but, you know, that has sort of hide in the corner away from society. We have fun with things. So please could you just share your journey and what you do with my audience? 
Yeah, and I'm going to start and speak a bit softer and slower because usually I go like 100 miles an hour like this. And I know that every single person that has listened to my podcast with you have messaged me and said, oh my God, her voice is so soothing. She needs to read bedtime stories. And I was like, do you know what? When I go on her podcast, I'm going to have to take a chill pill. So I've got my green tea, my water, and I'm just... And Zen. So yeah. It's all about the Zen round here, <laughs> all Mark. About the Zen. So my spiritual journey, I'd say, started around 2016. And, you know, just like anyone else, I was in thousand pounds of the debt. And um I was working in the NHS. I'd been working in the NHS for about 10 years at that point. And I read a book called The Secret that was recommended to me by one of my mental health clients, actually. And it's basically just like, you know, a book about manifesting desires. And put simply, it's like, you know, if you think it hard enough, you'll get it in real life. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I didn't really believe it, but I just thought I'm going to go with it anyway. So I was like late in the bath every single day, visualizing myself on beaches, visualizing that, you know, I had £3,500 in the bank that I could take me and my partner away to Thailand or something. And I remember one night coming out of the bath and I went on Twitter and there was a little advert for an ITV game show called Tipping Point with um, Ben Shepard. You might know this if you're from the UK. And um, it was just to apply for the next series. So I was like, oh, what's the harm? I'll apply. So I applied and to cut a long story short, because I took that inspired action, a couple of months later, I got invited to a little audition at a hotel in Newcastle. And before I knew it, I was on the show And it'll be no surprise to you, Kim, that I won, and I won £3,500. Stop it. I did not know this. Did you not? Well, you need to listen to my podcast. (laughs) When you get those little light bulb moments when you're like, was that me? Like, did I do that? You know, like when you're just like, you're kind of still doubting yourself, but you're thinking, "Mm." so I told Johnny about it, my partner, and he read The Secret. And a few weeks later, he came to me and said, guess what? I visualized something small. It was a 50 pound note. And he said, today, my boss came and gave me two 50 pound notes to say, thank you for going above and beyond on a project. So that was it for me. I was like, oh my God, this actually works. So for the next three years, guess what happened? Absolutely nothing because life just got in the way. You know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Well, you know what I mean? Like life just gets in the way, doesn't it? And life gets away with you sometimes. And like when we even think back to the pandemic now, that was like three, four years ago. And we're like, okay, three, four years have just been a massive blur. So if we cut to 2019, uh, to paint a picture, I'd been working in the NHS for 12 years at that point. Like the majority of the people in the UK, I was in debt. I had credit cards. I was struggling to get a mortgage. Money was so, so tight. And I'd always had a bit of a keen interest in TV. And this is a bit of a weird manifestation. So I used to visualize myself on the This Morning couch. And I know you've been on This Morning as well, Kimberly. (laughs) So you can totally get this. But I used to visualize myself being interviewed by Alison Hammond. I'm obsessed with Alison. And um, one day at the time, like my friend Amber went on to the TV show Love Island. And she left me in charge of all of her social media. And about two or three weeks before the end of the show, ITV contacted me and said, we'd love for you and Amber's mom to go on this morning. And I was like, oh my God, I did this. I did this. We got put in a hotel. We got sent to this morning. We went on the show. 
And I remember saying to Ruth and Eamon, oh my God, is Alison Hammond in today? And they were like, no, it's a day off. And I was like, oh, I thought I'm not going to lose faith here. And you know, Alison's laugh, she has a very distinctive laugh. I could hear it in my head. Oh yeah. And I was thinking, I, I, I need to meet Alison. I need her to be here. And I was kept visualizing it. And all of a sudden I kind of heard her chuckle, but in real life. And I was like, no way, is that Alison? They were like, no, no, she doesn't come in on a day off. I opened the door and she was trundling down the corridor. <laughs> and I was like, Alison, Alison. And she was <laughs> just like burst in from the street. And she was like, oh, are you, Bob? You all right? That was the worst Brummie accent ever. I do apologise. I know um, what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, we got on like a house on fire to the point that she even gave me her phone number afterwards. And she was like, wow. we need to chat. She was like, I love everything about you. I love your energy. And I was like, honestly, big things are coming for you, Alison. I can feel it. And this was before, like, you know, she stepped into the main role. So... That was like kind of July. And then at the very end of July, our mortgage went through because I was visualizing all of that. Mm -hmm. And the same day that we got the keys for our house, we went out, we were celebrating. My friend won Love Island. So I was just like high on energy. And I think we'd been out for a few drinks that night and I don't particularly drink. So I must have only had two or three and I was pelotic. <laughs> and um, woke up the next morning at six o'clock in the morning. And you know when you jolted into reality. My phone was ringing and I was like, who's ringing me at six o'clock this morning? And I looked and it was my mom. And I will never ever forget like the, the phone call because it was so harrowing. Um, she basically told me that whilst I'd been out the night before, whilst I'd been celebrating, getting the house, um, Amber Wynn and Love Island, they hadn't basically felt that they could contact me to bring the mood down. But my granddad got took to hospital the night before. And before he even arrived, he died in the ambulance. Oh, gosh. My, my granddad was like my dad. He was the father figure in my life. He was, you know, like he was my rock. He was my support. And my whole world just fell apart. I was working in mental health at the time. And I thought, how can I work in mental health and be having all of these mental health issues myself? Like I was on the verge of just ending it all I just thought what's the point of living um my my granddad was literally like he was everything to me he was like like the patriarch of the family he held everyone together do you know what I mean and mm. it really really hurt me and I think for the next three or four months after that I I was just in a blur I can't remember much at all and the NHS said to me, we've got a job coming up in Liverpool for a couple of weeks would you like to go down and we'll pay for everything so I was like, okay, I thought this could do me a bit of good, like getting away from, you know, Newcastle County Durham yeah. and just being in a hotel on my own with my own thoughts. And when I went down there, I hired a, like a little hire car and the girl in the hire car place, um, she was called Carly, she recognized me off this morning. And when I was telling her about my granddad and things like that, she basically said, oh, like, I've got some crystals and stuff. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, I need someone to suggest something. And you're like, how the hell can a crystal like help? So she opened up a crystal shop on Instagram about two weeks later. And just out of pity, I think, because she was so nice with me, I bought a handful of crystals. And she was like, these ones are really good for grief and really good for, you know, self-esteem, self-confidence. I was like, what's the harm? Literally, what is the harm? That's kind of my whole motto with my business. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah. Just like that, the grieving started to get a little easier. You know, 
little opportunities and doors would open for me. And I was thinking, is this the crystals? So the more and more I saw like the benefit of them, the more I bought. And I think at one point, Johnny had to buy me this like container box thing to put them all in. So I think he was just sick of them lying around the house everywhere. <laughs> had over 200 of them. And I said to him, I was like, do you know what? I'm going to launch a candle and a crystal business where you can buy a candle and have a little gift set of crystals or something along those lines. And he was like, what are you going to call it? And all of a sudden, I just heard my granddad's voice in my head. So in Newcastle, canny means like, you know, okay, all right, that kind of thing, good. Yeah. Um, and my granddad always used to say to us before we left the house, he would always say, I watch yourself, gan canny, as if to say, like, be careful, like, go oh, steady. Wow. And I just heard my granddad's voice in my head saying, gan canny. And I was like, oh my God, canny crystals. And it just came to me like that. So on my birthday, in 20 what year are we on 2021 i launched canny crystals and i did it as a side hustle whilst i was still working in the nhs and then in march 22 i handed my notice in and by june 22 i was turning over thirty thousand pound a month and in the nhs wow. i was earning thirty thousand pound a year and then just to put that into perspective i had a 30 well a twenty seven thousand pound day earlier this month as well um so chanel basically contacted me and they said we want 300 of this crystal and i was like yeah it's 90 pounds and they were like okay we'll transfer you the twenty-seven thousand pound and i was like what <laughs> what they wanted it for a summer client dinner as table centerpieces so i've gone from making thirty thousand pound a year to thirty thousand pound a month to now just under thirty thousand pound in a day and i just think is all this down to the crystals? Is it just woo-woo? You know what I mean? It's just like, is it because I'm doing feng shui and, you know, visualization? Of course so it's to do the feng shui. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, it is subjective to people, isn't it? And it's almost yeah. like, you know, I always say to people, the more you do, the more it has chance to snowball and the more it has chance to work for you because you're adapting your mindset, you're changing your mindset to be in alignment with all of those techniques and those practices. So. So yeah, I've been in business now for just over two years, and I think I've I've done about thirty thousand orders so far. It's absolutely crazy. Do you know you've got a recurring three in every story that you've told? There's like your three and a half thousand at the Do beginning, I? and then the thirty thousand in a month, and then the thirty thousand in a day. Oh my god, I never even knew that. <laughs> Well, I did a podcast episode about numerology last week and I found out that I'm a life path four, whatever that means. But I always said that three was my lucky number. There you go. But in recent, but in recent years, it's been four. So, but I see threes everywhere. Like I always wake up at 3.33 in the middle of the night, for example. I mean, I know this is a podcast and we're not supposed to have silence, but Martin and I are just staring at <laughs> each other going, oh my God. I know, it's just like, you know, when the brain starts to, like, yeah. tick. So what's what's your plan for the next three years? <laughs> this is the thing, and this is where I'm really, really bad. Because I've come from an NHS background where you have all this strategy and you have mm. all of these end goals, and it's to ultimately help out patients. I don't really have a strategy in my business. I'm kind of winging it, and that's what I'm struggling with the most. Um, I struggle to delegate, and... I think it's just part and parcel of like, you know, this business is my baby mm -hmm. and I'm struggling to delegate little tasks to other people. So 
I retired my mom at the back end of last year. She hit 60 um, and she was a healthcare worker and she was really, really struggling towards the end because they were putting her on like three 12 hour night shifts back to back. And you can imagine when you come home from work, you have three or four hours sleep and you go and do it all again. And it's really, really hard, bless her. Um, So I retired her and I also have an office assistant but I struggle to delegate things for that reason because it is my baby. And because of that, I don't know where I want to take the business. But every now and again, a random opportunity will come up, such as, you know, earlier this year, I, I was featured in three issues of British Vogue. And then I, well, three, oh my God, three again. Why am I not making this connection? I'm going to start seeing this three everywhere now. <laughs> yeah. So I was in three issues. Sorry. Of, it's fine. I was in three issues of British Vogue. And then in June, Stella McCartney contacted me and said, can we have you to speak at our uh, Pride event about being an LGBTQIA plus um, business owner? And I was like, yeah, of course. And then obviously got this order from Chanel and I'm like, am I now like a fashion crystal company? <laughs> so I've got <laughs> these brands on my on my website where it's like Chanel, Vogue, Stella McCartney. And I'm like, what is going on? But the thing is, I don't know where to take it. Mm-hmm. So in three years time, what I would like to say is that, you know, I'm going through the adoption process right now. So in three years time, I will more than likely be a dad. And I want to be able to, you know, have that freedom and that time and that energy to be able to step back from my business, kind of let it run itself, delegate the tasks to other people and be able to work remotely so that, you know, I can be a good dad and I can like do what I want to do with children. Last week, for example, um, my partner's mom lives in Spain. She migrated to Spain and I sat on her rooftop terrace last week and I worked and I was thinking, I am so lucky to be able to just open my laptop wherever I am in the world and be able to work. There's like, I had my office assistant over here in Newcastle, obviously packing all the orders, but I was dealing with my online academy. I was dealing with my members. I was dealing with my social media. I was dealing with emails and everything from Spain. And I was like, I love that we're in this like 21st century that we're able to work remotely from wherever we want. And I think I want to thank the pandemic for this as well, because I know that's a weird thing to say, because it did open so many avenues and so many like businesses thrived. I know so many didn't as well, but it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? It's like so many businesses have now got that they've adapted basically to allow people to work remotely. And I just think I'm so, so lucky. So in three years time, I'd say I would love to be able to step back from the business, let it run itself a little bit more, not retire myself as such, but just to not have as much on my plate because at the minute I am spinning a thousand plates and in two and a half years I don't know how I haven't dropped one yet. (laughs) (laughs) I just think what you've achieved so far and all of the things that you've just said are unbelievable and it's almost like you you haven't really taken time to go oh my gosh like this is what I've done. The names that you have just listed off who you've worked with the fact that you know, you supply Chanel with their crystals. I mean, that's a whole conversation in itself that even <laughs> yeah. fashion houses are now seeing crystals as a fashion accessory. I mean, I love it. I'm waiting for a crystal bra to be invented, quite frankly. But, <laughs> you know, if Chanel <laughs> did one, I bet it'd be the most highest bloody bought bra in the world. But, so crystals have obviously been on this huge journey 
they've been around since before us, obviously, but why do people have them? Like, why do people come to you? So I think this is the thing with business. So I listen to um, Denise Duffield-Thomas. I don't know if you've heard of Denise. Mm. And Denise always says in business, you know, your face is your fortune. And I remember my very first few TikToks were just me, you know, like holding a crystal in front of the camera and like filming it from my perspective. And it wasn't until I got behind the camera and started like talking from my own experience and putting that real life experience into it that I started seeing the sales come in and, you know, people started to react to the videos more. And I think when you can bring that real life experience and when you can bring that you know, that actual oomph from within, you're then able to pass that on to other people and other people think, okay, if it can work for him and he's come from nowhere, it could do the same for me as well. And I think that's why people relate to my story so much because I, I'm not a privileged person. Like my family didn't have a pot to pee in when we were growing up, do you know what I mean? The only thing we had an abundance of was love. We had very little money. Um, I was bullied all the way through school. I was bullied even by my head teacher in primary school. 30 years ago, my head teacher um, was elbowing me out of the year one school photo because my mum couldn't afford the um, the school blazer and everyone else had one on and I had one on that she'd knitted. So the head teacher in the photo is basically elbowing me out of the way. And I remember her saying, could your mum not afford to get you the proper outfit? Oh my gosh. But I was like, can you imagine if something like that happened nowadays, 30 yeah. years later? Send that head teacher crystals. would be like sacked, wouldn't she? She, Chanel. <laughs> she needs them. I think she's probably dead by now, but never mind. <laughs> but yeah, so I think like because I went through all of these challenges and this adversity, mm-hmm. it just, you know, like I was just happy being me. And I think because people relate with that, that they relate that you've come from nothing, you're where you are now, you've put in this hard work, this determination. And they see your journey as, you know, you've worked with crystals, you've done feng shui, you visualize, you do the meditation work, you do subliminal affirmations, you you do like all of this mm-hmm. work. And I think because they see it happening in real time, they can follow along on the journey. Mm-hmm. It's like last night, I just posted about Chanel on my Instagram. It's got nearly a thousand <laughs> likes already. And I was like, I never get that many likes, but every single comment underneath was like, I'm so proud of you and what you've achieved. I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Mm. And it's like, I've almost built this huge community. (laughs) Like people call it the canny community. It's, um, I love alliteration, (laughs) but it's like, I've built this kind of canny community where people are now like coming together. Like we had an event at London last month and we sold out the Barbican in London. So it was like 720 people came to see me talk on a stage, which I just found wild as it was. But so many people messaged me afterwards and was like, I've just met my new best friend because of that event. I've come on my own. 70% of the tickets that we sold were solo people, like just buying one-off tickets. And I was like, just come, you can sit wherever you want. You can meet up with people. And people came and they've left with new best friends. And I just think that's lovely. And I think Mm -hmm. community is such a massive part of spirituality because I think when you first get into all this, you think, God, I'm so weird for liking all of this, but I must be the only person. And it's not until you find like that community within the spirituality, like kind of boundaries that you think, okay, this is a bit bigger than me. And there are a lot of people out here that are in exactly the same boat as me. And if they can do it, I can do it too. So it's kind of like that universal energy, isn't it? Yeah. And it's beautiful when you meet somebody that's 
just even just a bit open-minded like it doesn't have to be that they're you know waxing lyrical about everything really spiritual and you've got to meditate every day but it's just a bit like when I say oh I'm a feng shui consultant and I can judge within a nanosecond yeah. as to what this how this conversation is going to go I either instantly turn and talk about the weather or I <laughs> then maybe give them a little bit more information but it's the same with crystals you know I do think people want to know more, but they perhaps don't know where yeah. to start. And I get a lot of people asking me because I used to sell crystals on my website when I was in the UK. I only sold a few. I made sure that they were, you know, responsibly sourced, that they were proper crystals yeah. and not fake crystals. But a lot of people ask me, so I've got two questions for you. One feng shui and one for a non-feng shui. So my non-feng shui question is, if somebody's never had a crystal before, why should they have one and what should they have? So if you go to cannycrystals.co.uk, shameless plug here. But Amazing. The, reason, the reason that I've done this is because I want to make it so that, you know, someone that's never even heard of crystals before can be introduced to them. So on cannycrystals.co.uk, I have, um, if you click on the about section, there is a what is crystal healing? And it breaks down everything from what crystal healing is, how it can help you, how you can use crystals. There's even videos on there and everything. And it also kind of goes through all the myths and like, you know, how they're sourced, whether they're ethical, um, how they can actually physically help your physical body, that kind of thing. And the reason that I did that, like I say, is because I want anyone to be able to just visit the website, go on, see the crystal properties of each one, what it can help you with. Or even if they wanted like help with love or money or, you know, look. They can just type in those keywords and the website will basically bring up everything that could help them. So that's all on there. But I also have a crystal masterclass on my academy as well. So that would be a good place to start. So what I see as crystals are basically energy. And I just think that they're kind of, they're a power hold for energy. They come from the earth. The earth is obviously kissed by, you know, the sea, the sun, the moon. So everything is basically just putting all of this energy into these little rocks and people think oh they're not going to do anything but they have a particular vibration and a frequency that come from their molecular com uh, composition that's quite scientific but they, these vibrations and energies they work in benefiting and uplifting our moods and our minds and our health in a considerate manner often in the way that essential oils and aromatherapy work when you think of that so we're all mm. open to you know going for an aromatherapy massage if we had the chance to aren't we mm -hmm. so i always say well why aren't you interested in crystal healing because it's no different it acts like a magnet crystals can absorb negative energies they can welcome in the fresh vibes so people always say to me you know where should i start um, what crystal should I get first? And I always say to them, that's up to you. I, I can't tell you what your body is calling out mm -hmm. for. So it's like, if you said to me right now, Kimberly, like, what what's the best crystal for me? Yes. I'd be like, well, no, I don't know you. Do you know what I mean? So it's all about you. So it's, it's looking inward and it's thinking, if I always say to people, if you had a magic wand right now and you could change one aspect of your life, what would it be? And something will pop up and it'll be like, oh, I wish I had more money or I wish I had a partner or, you know, like I wish I had just more luck in my life. And I'm mm -hmm. like, OK, concentrate on that then. So if it's money, type in money in my website or type in wealth and it will bring up every crystal. So you could have like citrine, jade, green aventurine, pyrite, 
there's an, there's an abundance of crystals, pardon the pun. There's an abundance of crystals um, that could help with that. And I just think start small, buy something and see the benefit like I did first. So to work with crystals, um, I provide full um, cleansing and using instructions with every single order. So basically when you get your crystal, you would cleanse it. I also provide an incense stick for you to do that. So you light the incense stick, cleanse it under the smoke. And then it's just a case of, you know, working with it. And people say, well, what does working with it mean? Working with it does not mean sticking on sticking it on a shelf like that in the background of me right now and leaving it for all eternity because I see them as, you know, if you stuck a mobile phone on a shelf, you left it for a month. Do you really think that you're still going to be receiving calls and texts in a month's time? You're not, are you? That energy is going to be drained. It's going to be running out. So you've got to like cleanse them, re-energize them. I'd say maybe once a fortnight. So I use the cycles of the moon to remind you to do this. Because every full moon, you're putting your crystals outside to, you know, cleanse, get that energy, re-energize. And every new moon, the two weeks in between, I go around with an incense stick or a smudge stick, and I just basically cleanse all my crystals. But then you want to set your intentions as well. So you're just holding them in your hand. And I even talk to them. I know this sounds absolutely backward, but I will literally... Put... You're in safe, safe zone here. Yeah, well, this is the thing. There's no judgment, is there? So hand, <laughs> if it's money that you're after, you say, okay, Crystal, I would love an abundance of wealth, an abundance of money. You know, I am so happy and grateful that you're here to help me on this wealth journey. Something along those lines. And then just close your eyes, 30 seconds worth of visualizing what your life would look like if that goal came to you. And I want you to really feel, like really feel those emotions attached to it. Like who would you tell? Is Like if it's a lottery win or something like that, who would you mm -hmm. tell? How would you feel? How would you react? What would you buy with it? What's the tangible object that you would physically have because of that? How would you feel? And I always say to people, do not focus on the how. So don't be like, it's a lottery win, it's mm -hmm. a lottery win. Things can happen to you in so many ways. And the universe works in very mysterious ways. Millions of ways, like money could come to you. For example, you could get like a, a bank repayment. You, you could sell something, you you know, you, you, like a friend, a friend or a family member could pass away. I'm not saying that. Don't worry. <laughs> but No, but you're right. I remember once getting some money back at a petrol station and yeah. I still don't even know how it happened. <laughs> but he was like, oh, I owe you 55 pounds. And I was like, do you? <laughs> I don't know why. And he's like, yeah, of course. But, and I was like, okay. And I just walked out with the cash <laughs> in my hand. So it really can. It really yeah. can come in mysterious ways. So, yeah, I think just start small. Um, you know, visualize with your crystal. You can meditate with it. So if you do meditation, I tend to just, you know, hold them in my hand. or put them on the relevant chakra. Um, and, yeah, just have them around you at all time. Like, I always wear my Moldavite necklace every single day because that's really mm -hmm. good for transformation. But seriously, if you if you could see me in real life, Kimberly, like people at work can hear me coming down the corridors before <laughs> they see me because all my pockets jingle and because I've got hundreds of crystals in them right now. Uh, I think there's about seven in these pockets that I'm just feeling right now. Seven, I've got three bracelets on, I've got a necklace. Yeah, so I carry crystals with me all day, every day, and I swear by them. But just listening to your energy, like if that's what it can give you, then why not? Like, I think that's the thing, like, why not? Yeah, and this is what I always say, like, what is the harm? Mm. Like, my friends always kept on saying when I first started, they were very kind of pessimistic about it. And 
they would say to me, you know, like, oh, you really believe in that? Or like, really? You believe in rocks? And they, they must have thought I'd lost the plot, to be totally honest, because <laughs> this isn't the mark that, you know, I was like five, six years ago. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because they've started to see the change in me, the change in my mindset, the change in my demeanor, they can see how happy I am. They can see how much money I earn because I'm very, very open. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am an open book. Because of all that, they've now started like buying crystals from me. Or they've started wearing crystals or that, you know, they've got a wealth ball in their wealth corner and feng shui in yeah. their house and things like that. And it's like, okay, I'm having this effect. And people always say to me, you know, I'm really into spirituality, really into crystals, but my partner's not. And I keep on advising them just, you know, carry on doing you. Don't yeah. worry about other people. You're not harming anyone. You're not hiding knives around yeah. the house or sharp blades. They are literally rocks from the earth. And eventually your partner will start to see the change in you, start to see the change in the energy and they will come round. Yeah. So my next question is like a feng shui question. So a lot of homes, you know, the, the energy collects when you come into the home and sometimes that can be good energy. Sometimes that can be bad energy, depending on who's coming into your home. So I often say to people, you know, just to disperse that lovely energy around, especially if you can see the back door from your front door, or if you enter straight onto your staircase, I often say, just hang like a crystal necklace or put a crystal on a sideboard, just so that it deflects that energy around. What would you recommend to somebody to place in the entrance to their home? I'd say definitely you want something that's going to, you know, trap that negative energy at the door because the front door in Feng Shui Sorry, I'm trodden on your toes here. But the, the front door in Feng Shui is all about bringing in that good energy. And obviously, if you've got a shotgun house like I have, you've got the back door and you can see the back door th- from the front door, basically. So that energy is coming straight through my like hallway, straight into my living room and straight out the back door. Mm-hmm. So I know you mentioned, Kimberly, about, you know, dispersing that energy at the bottom of the staircase. So I've now got a plant there. Yes. And I've also got on the banister, I've... I've got basically a big tourmaline-like kind of amulet. Nice. Um, and I think the reason that I've chosen tourmaline is because tourmaline is very grounded, mm-hmm. but it's also an absorber of negative energy. And I just think that, you know, if you open the front door, and I know the front doors are all about good energy, but if someone comes over the threshold and they're holding on to all this negativity or yeah. they just want to get something off the chest and they're coming round to my house to like to get it out of their system... I don't want to be affected by that. I don't want my house energy to be affected by that. So the tourmaline is going to absorb that. I also have a large Labradorite crystal by my front door as well. Now, Labradorite is really good for transmuting negative energy into positivity. So I see that as a really, really good one. And I also have a big citrine next to it as well, because citrine is the stone of abundance. And because it's bright yellow, people call it the sunshine crystal. So if you think of sunshine, sunshine is all about happiness. It's yellow. It's radiating abundance, positivity. And the reason that I've got them two together is that it's transmuting that negativity into positivity. And then that citrine is just going to radiate that positivity throughout the whole entrance of the home. And then just as a little added precaution as well, I've also got a large selenite stick above my door, uh, just on the little beam above my door. But selenite is... Is that to whack people over the head? (laughs) Don't don't come in, stay away. um, I had my back door open just last weekend and someone came through the front door and as they did, the wind kind of blew the door shut and it slammed it. The selenite came down and I had to run and do like this, like rugby tackle. I was like, oh, that was going to smash her on the head. 
Um, so yeah, just be very careful about the way you place them. But selenite is a crystal that you can use to cleanse other crystals, but it's not just a cleanser of crystals. It's a cleanser of energy in like general, basically. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, just as this added precaution, people are walking underneath this selenite crystal that I have above my door and they're just going to be cleansed. So all of their energy is just going to be neutralized and it's just going to be like, I just want a happy home. That's all I want. And I just think that, you know, when we get guests coming into our house, I don't want to be affected by their energy in years to come because that can happen, can't it? Mm. And especially like coming up to the festive season when you have people coming into your home that you wouldn't normally, you know, have in your home, but because yeah. it's Christmas, you eat Brussels sprouts and you have people in your home that you don't like, you know. <laughs> so to have these things at your entrance is and even if it just makes you feel better, yeah. like, and that that energy you feel or you think that that energy is going to be slightly calmer, yeah. even just that, I bet just because of the thought process, it makes it calmer. Never mind what those crystals are actually doing as well. Yeah, 100%. And I think um, it's a bit like your partner and the story that you told on my podcast, but when Johnny first started seeing me, you know, placing all these crystals around the house, he was like, oh my God, here we go again. <laughs> I literally, like, I know this is really crazy, but if you think about it, like if I go in the bath, in the bathroom, I've got crystals for relaxation around me, like amethyst, howlite, celestite, mm -hmm. because you want to be able to relax in that space. So on my desk, I've got crystals to increase productivity and creativity clear quartz, aquamarine, carnelian. In my car, I've got tourmaline, black jasper, black obsidian, because they are highly grounded. They're protective crystals. So when I'm on the road, I can drive around knowing that I'm protected. And I always just say to Johnny, like, look, at the end of the day, it's not harming you. They look quite decorative. Mm -hmm. That's the good thing about crystals. You can buy yeah. really, really decorative crystals. I wish you could see this one right here in front of me. I'll show you afterwards, Kimberly. But I've got this huge <laughs> amethyst church on my um, oh, wow. on my table in my living room. And the reason I have it here is because I want a peaceful, like tranquil living room. I want to be able to come here on a night, switch off from work, put TV on if I wanted to, have my dinner at the table. Do you know what I mean? Just look out at the view, that kind of thing. I just want it to be a peaceful atmosphere. So that's why I've got that in here. I think it's lovely. And I think what you offer is this whole safe space for people that if they've never bought a crystal before, they're safe on your website, which is cannycrystals.co.uk. Is that right? Amazing. Yes. Well done. But it's just that you give the videos that you have that you can go by subject and find those crystals for you. And I'm going to do your sales pitch for you, but you also ship worldwide as well, which is really important. Yes. Yes. But you also have your groups as well, don't you, as well? Yes. So I, I basically... You know, people were messaging me constantly saying, you know, I need to learn from you. I need to know exactly mm -hmm. how you did this, how you did that. So I thought I'm going to build an academy. So I also have cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk, uh, which is a totally different website. However, it's basically online e-learning courses for self-development, spirituality. And I started out with something that's really, really helped me in the past and helped change my mindset, which is gratitude. So I mm -hmm. just created a private podcast on there called the 31 Days of Gratitude. And I thought, I'll put it on. People can pay whatever they want. So you can literally buy it from as low as three pound, I think it is. You can just pay whatever you want. 
and you get access to an academy login there's an app and everything and you can listen to these 31 podcasts for every single day of the month it's because we did it live in january basically is like the start of a new year mm -hmm. And it's just to change your mindset and to really get you into the mindset of being grateful for what you have in your life. And then from there, I thought, well, I'm going to do a Crystal Masterclass as well, because the Crystal Masterclass is something that's going to really benefit people that are just starting out. So we've got over 200 people in the Crystal Masterclass um, and you can do any of these courses at any time. And then the next thing I thought, well, people are always asking about money. So I thought I'm going to put together a six week course. So I put together a six week money manifesting masterclass. I love alliteration. I did tell you. And um, <laughs> I, I basically have over 600 students in that right now, um, wow. which is absolutely amazing. I launched that in March this year. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to launch a membership. Why not go the whole shebang? So I have a yeah. £10 a month offering where people can come. They get um, app access. There's like a community forum in there. We do weekly challenges. We have monthly live calls. Uh, people get involved. People tell their manifestation stories. We base it around the cycles of the moon. And that is just £10 a month. And I thought where's the alliteration here? I need to do something. So I called it Manifest with Mart. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't really think of anything else. So I called it Manifest with Mart. So that is my membership offering. Um, but yeah, people absolutely love it. And I was just looking the other day and I was like, I think about 85% of people that joined in March are still like part and present right now. And they're still engaging. And that's the thing. Like, like I say, I feel like I have built this massive community and it's just lovely to see. I love it. They're there because of you, because of your energy and you're so welcoming. And honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today. I could literally sit here. I, I've just been smiling the whole way through because your energy is just, you just pick up on everything and you want to learn about crystals. I now want you to come to my house in Australia and just bring like three cases of crystals and just decorate the whole home. You, you've oh. achieved so much and I almost want you to stop and go, yes, this is how much I've achieved because it's really incredible. That's the thing. Like when you said that there, I was thinking, God, I haven't. Like I need to probably write everything mm -hmm. down at the end of the year of everything that I've actually achieved this yeah. year because it is incredible when you think about it and probably just like, you know, write everything down and put it all in front of me and be like, bloody hell, reading it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so. So where can people find you? Go through all of your websites and all of your alliterations <laughs> again. Yeah, so the main website for crystals, which I ship worldwide, is cannycrystals.co.uk. If you enter the word podcast at checkout, you will get 10% off everything. Um, I also have the academy, which is cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk. That's all the self-development courses. Um, I also have, if you go on Instagram, I am at Canny Crystals or TikTok. I'm on both. I know Kimberly's not, but I am. Um, if I'm you, too old. You're not. I thought I was too old. I'm 36. I'm literally, seriously, you're all right. Um, but if you go to at Canny Crystals on Instagram and you click the link in my bio, you can get access to my free 21-day Money Manifesting Masterclass. Um, you can also get uh, my books on Amazon. You know, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Yeah, just come and start your spiritual journey today and open your mind because what's the harm? Thank you, Mark. I've loved every second. You're very welcome.